This is it. We get to change the world right now. Right in this moment. We get to change the world. We get to show the world that we could go gold. We could go platinum with knowledge, information, saving lives. We get to show the world that we can do well by doing right. We get to show the world that we can get rich raising our children. Right now, we get to send a message to the world and at the same time, rewrite the biochemistry and neurochemistry textbooks around the globe. This is our moment. All right. Um, so, you know, this is a, uh, this has been a pressing issue and I'm not going to say we necessarily have resolution. Actually, I'm just, we just get into it and get the reactions from whoever is in the chat um, after we go to this. So let's check this out. A warning to our audience, this next segment contains descriptions and images of police violence. We turn now to Mississippi, where six white former police officers who called themselves the Goon Squad have pleaded guilty to raiding a home and torturing two black men earlier this year after first trying to cover up their actions. Some of the officers face life in prison. On January 24th, court records show the deputies raided a home in Braxton, Mississippi, after a white neighbor of one of the officers called them to complain there were black men staying there. The officer texted the others, quote, are y'all available for a mission? That night, without a warrant, the officers burst into the home, handcuffed, beat, tasered the two men, Michael Corey Jenkins and Eddie Terrell. Parker also sexually abused them with a sex toy with shouting racial slurs. One of the officers put a gun. So. The officers. Performed some deviant sexual. Acts um, on these gentlemen before taking them into any station or anything like that. I just want to highlight the importance of understanding the place of sexual deviant behavior in this type of situation. You gotta understand that sexually deviant behavior is a problem that we're dealing with as a society. Um, 
we talked in Melanin vs. Diabetes Research Book 2, we speak very generally and plainly about mental health. We don't get into specific nuances. However, we do talk about sexually deviant behavior and its origins in the book. Now, whether we're going to do, you know, go into much more depth in a later book. But this is not necessarily about the books. I just want to highlight in the mix of this story, because the story is largely, you know, um, police brutality in America. Right. Um, it, it almost has the vibe of the same old, same old. You know, you're going to see Malik Shabazz. And, but I just want to just, you know, I just wanted to highlight the sexual, like what, what the sexual, like, where is that coming from? What does that have to do with crime in your neighborhood? If, if you, if you police, you, you getting ready to, you know, secure the neighborhood, you getting ready to shut, or even if you racist police, you know, F these N words, you know, whatever it is that you saying in the mix that you getting ready to go do whatever it is that you're doing. Where does, but let's make sure we penetrate them first. Come in. Pause. Like where, where does that, where does that enter the conversation for tonight's actions? Like, oh yeah. And we're going to rob the money. We're going to do woo, 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 woo. But we're going to make sure we penetrate, you know, or we put something in their mouth. Like, just, just run it back. Gun and Jenkins, faculty to raiding a home and torturing two black men earlier this year after first trying to cover up their actions. Some of the officers face life in prison. On January 24th, court records show the deputies raided a home in Braxton, Mississippi, after a white neighbor of one of the officers called them to complain there were black men staying there. The officer texted the others, quote, are y'all available for a mission? That night, without a warrant, the officers burst into the home, handcuffed, beat, tasered the two men, Michael Corey Jenkins and Eddie Terrell Parker, also sexually abused them with a sex toy with shouting racial slurs. One of the officers put a gun in Jenkins' mouth for a mock execution and pulled the trigger. The bullet lacerated Jenkins' tongue, broke his jaw, exited through his neck. This is U.S. Attorney Darren LaMarca last week announcing federal charges against the former officers for the attack. But not only did they brazenly commit these acts, but after inflicting serious bodily injury by firing a shot through one of the victim's mouths, they left him lying in a pool of blood. gathered on the porch of the house to discuss how to cover it up. What indifference. 
what disregard for life? After the attack, Michael Corey Jenkins was actually charged with a felony based on methamphetamine the officers said they found in the raid. But records show that was a lie and the charge was dropped. In fact, the deputies planted drugs to devise an excuse for the raid and also stole surveillance video from the house. Their body cameras were off. Court documents said the officers used the name Goon Squad, quote, because of their willingness to use excessive force and not to report it. The Associated Press found the deputies were linked to at least four violent attacks on black men since 2019. Two of the men died. For more, we're joined by Michael Corey Jenkins and Eddie Terrell Parker, as well as Malik Shabazz, a civil rights attorney with Black Lawyers for Justice who's representing them. We welcome you all to Democracy Now! Malik, let's begin with you. Can you talk about how this case was exposed, um, how we saw um, these officers charged, and what you understand about their background, this not being the first vicious attack? Okay, thank you for having us on. I want to say before we get started that, that Michael and Eddie will only be speaking that they cannot speak about the specific details of what happened in that house that night, but they can talk about their reactions to the guilty verdicts and, and to their pain and suffering. And, and Michael is suffering because half of his face is numb. But we're thankful it. and we have sentencing coming up. We get to change up, the so world right now. Sensitive legal guidelines. Right in this moment, we get to change the world. We get to show the world that we could go gold, we could go platinum with knowledge, information, saving lives. We get to show the world because half of his face is numb. But we're we can do well we have sentencing by coming doing up, so right. we're under certain sensitive legal guidelines. But we're happy to be on with such a progressive audience. This case was brought to light through the determination of, of Black Lawyers for Justice, of myself as the attorney for Michael Jenkins and Eddie Parker and Mississippi Council Trent Walker. From early January, we have advocated strongly and vigorously in every way. And we have worked with uh, community activists in Mississippi and throughout the country in order to bring the truth that is coming to light today, that these defendants, uh, Hunter Elward, Christian Dedman, Brett McAlpin, um, Middleton, Os Osdyke, and uh, Joshua Hartfield, that they, they're called the Rankin County Goon Squad. They're known in the community as the Rankin County Death Squad. This has been occurring for a long time under the leadership of Sheriff Brian Bailey, who is a, should be the subject of criminal investigation also. And uh, they have been getting away with this so long that they felt emboldened to act in such a radical and callous way on that night of January 24th, 2023. But it's through persistence. It's through intense legal advocacy with us advocating to the U.S. Justice Department, collecting evidence and applying legal pressure and all kinds of pressure to bring about what is now historic. Last Thursday, these six defendants
evidence and applying legal pressure and all kinds of pressure to bring up and all kinds of pressure <laughs> about what is now historic last thursday these six defendants uh pled guilty uh to uh 14 federal criminal charges they'll plead guilty to more state charges monday this is the first time democracy now this is the first time that a white mississippi police officer has ever been held criminally responsible for harming a black person and we know that plenty of police brutality has occurred not only in rankin county under brian bailey but throughout the state of mississippi this is a history-making moment i'm just so So I guess, oh my goodness, I'm messing up the computer. So I guess my, my question is more of, or I, I guess the question is more of a reaction to maybe not even the incident per se, right? And um you guys gotta you're gonna have to leave your um your reactions i guess um if you missed the video you're gonna leave your reactions in the comment section we'll come back um but yeah I, you know to the larger you know this is the first now obviously this is probably jumping the gun because we don't know what the sentencing is going to look like right so They've already pled guilty to some charges. They'll plead guilty to some more charges at the time of this video anyway. And then, um, okay, we're not lagging too bad. Um, how do you guys feel about that? Is it a thing? Is it not a thing? I mean, you know, from Emmett Till to Mississippi burning and, you know, just our collective conscious in regard to white police officers, brutality, um, bestiality, you know, against blacks and this squad, you know, this is something that they do on a regular basis. They they're known for going out on these missions, you know. How many of these missions also have the sexual, you know, the the rape? How much of this is about uh, these six gentlemen having frustrated sexual desires that they are able to live out through their badge? How much, um, how much does this happen in the prison system? You know, where known rapists, you know, are fed, you know, scrawny, younger or innocent looking inmates as payment for some form of lookout between the guards 
the COs and the inmates. You know, how many young people are fed to, you know, a potential savage, you know, waiting to violate, you know, like how, how pervasive is this throughout the system? If we see that there are cops that get together in the middle of the night and go, yeah, y'all ready for a mission? Let's go have a mission. And they go grab black guys, rape them, and then put drugs and shit on them and take them to jail and say, oh, yeah, we found some. Yeah, yeah, we found some drugs right here already. And, you know. Yeah. You have to learn the law, equity, suretyship, trust law, the Bill of Rights, the Constitution for the United States. We have to start use. We have to start suing these folks and taxing them pockets. I agree. I agree. That's why um, I'm going to assume that's why he said all types of pressure. You know, because there's things you can say and things you can't say. You know what I'm saying? But I'm sure that, you know, the families involved and friends and loved ones of the families involved was definitely, you know, by any means necessary, they could, you know, get, you know, get the ball going in the right direction. You know, that's what they was doing. I'm just saying from a larger standpoint, because there's so much sexual deviant behavior that takes place and is it goes quiet you see what i'm saying because like this case right here is police brutality when you see it in the news the papers wherever you see it at it's police brutality they're not really addressing the fact that these six white guys raped these two black guys and that they've been doing it you know what I'm saying? Like, this is what they've been doing. So what is happening where, you know, like, we got to figure this thing out. Are these gay men? Are these six officers gay men? Or do they have wives? Or are they gay men that are somehow frustrated into raping people like I, I'm, I'm trying to figure that part out are these all men with wives and children that are pretending that they're not gay so they get together at the job and do this You know, are they getting together and doing this to satisfy their sexual needs or is this because they're suppressing their sexual needs that they're using their job to, to, you know, like, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, what's really going on and how widespread is this before it's your son, your husband, your brother, your uncle, your father, your grandfather, like. Before it's somebody around you that has their whole life taken from them. Because rape is a form of murder, period. 
rape is a form of murder. You know what I'm saying? So So sorry it had to come on the on the backs of the pain and the suffering, the torture and the shooting and the abuse and waterboarding of Michael Jenkins and Eddie Parker, our clients. I can't bear to go to Michael Jenkins and Eddie Parker meeting you in this way for what you went through that horrific January night. But I'm wondering if each of you could respond to the guilty plea of these officers and what it means to you that some of them may be facing life in prison. Um, Michael Jenkins, let's begin with you. Um, I feel I feel great that we're finally getting justice after, after months, you know. Um, at first they didn't even believe us, you know. Um, for a while I didn't think they were gonna even get a slap on the wrist or anything, but I feel great about it. And I know it's a difficult for you to talk with the gun in your mouth. The police shot you through your mouth, lacerating your tongue. Uh, it went through to the your neck, shredding that area of your neck. I am only glad that you can be with us today. Did you think you were going to survive that night, Michael? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I'm, I'm still going through pain right now. My whole face numb, my mouth hurting right now. Let me speak. And Eddie, Eddie Parker, if you can talk yeah. about your response to this plea deal. Um, it's a long time coming. Uh, it's uh, something I, uh, I say there's also history too, you know, uh, uh, coming from a, a long uh, way of uh, going through this situation with uh, the same police officers and Pretty much, uh, you, you steer clear, you know, stay out the way so you wouldn't end up in this situation. But ending up in this situation wasn't uh wasn't part of me, you know, staying clear. So I'm uh I'm astounded. I'm 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 real happy that it's it's finally come to a point where they're getting uh you know getting a a, a feeling of what they uh what they dish out to people, you know, day in day out. Uh, and it. I really misspoke because it's get not to a change deal. the world um, right they now. They pled guilty. Right um, in this moment, the idea we get to change the world. We get to show the world that we could go gold. We could go platinum with knowledge, information, saving lives. We get to show the world that we can do well.